It's Lakers Talk with Alan Sliwa. Lakers Talk is on the air on 710 ESPN. I mentioned this, how challenging Palenka's offseason is going to be. One of the most challenging parts is going to be, was this the right mix of players? Was it better to get that talent rather than those veterans? The Lakers offseason is in full swing and full of questions as the purple and gold look to get back on the quest for championship number 18. The Lakers got more talented this year, but kind of looking back at it now, you say, well, were they better off with all the vets? Did Rob Palenka outsmart himself? These players that the Lakers had this season and kind of chasing contracts before a championship. From the home of the 17-time world champion Lakers at LA Live, Lakers Talk is on. Here's Alan Sliwa. What is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll go till uh, 9 o'clock tonight. A lot of stuff to get into. Some of that conversation around Lonzo Ball on Friday I want to get into Shaquille O'Neal, 25 years ago yesterday, became a Los Angeles Laker. Jerry West went and grabbed him from the Orlando Magic. Lakers, uh, obviously, history from there, winning three championships in a row. Kareem thinks Anthony Davis is the best big man in the game. I I don't know where to start here. I got all these Laker topics here uh, in the middle of July. Uh, Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Uh, Jake Fisher from Bleach Report also will come on a little bit later in the show. Um, Okay, so let me start off with this. You know, one of the great things of doing the morning show, morning show now with Travis Rogers, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m., um, we get a chance to, you know, obviously talk about uh, certain things going on in all of sports, and then we get our opportunity to talk Lakers basketball. Friday, a conversation came up, and this is great. This is the great thing about Lakers talk. I can take my time. I could expand on these conversations when it comes to Lakers. I could spend a half hour on a topic that I think is relevant and I think Laker fans are interested in. I could take a ton of calls, so that's what I'm going to do. And this uh, first topic um, is going to be about Alonzo Le- uh, Ball. So there was um, there was a report that came out. And this has been part of the conversation with the Lakers. What are the Lakers going to do in the offseason? Is Dennis Schroeder going to go out and sign a deal with the Bulls or the Knicks or one of these other teams? Or is he going to re-sign with the Lakers? Um, You hear the the term, a lot of the term you're hearing in the offseason is a sign-in trade. And one of the players being floated around has been Lonzo Ball. I think they were saying that Lonzo could be in the range of $100 million. Like, geez, they're just throwing money around uh, I don't know about you, Laura, but they are just throwing around money in the NBA. Um, they're they're going to be, by the way, Lonzo Ball is not the only person um, that's going to be available this summer from a point guard perspective. I've talked about it. How much Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, Mike Conley. There's some there's some fantastic vets that are going to be available. The problem is uh, for the Lakers to get their hands on one of those players. It's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. But you, you keep hearing the kind of the term sign and trade. So I want to kind of expand on this one. I want to ask Laker fans very, very bluntly here. The conversations about Lonzo Ball potentially coming back to the Lakers. Do you like him? Are are you are you one of those are you one of those Laker fans that looks at what Lonzo Ball used to be for the Lakers? Were you one of those fans? I I always wanted Lonzo to stay here. I didn't want Lonzo to go anywhere. Are you one of those Laker fans that watches Lonzo with the Pelicans and says, "Man, would love to see him back with the Los Angeles Lakers"? Um, that that's really the question here. The question is, do you want to see Lonzo Ball rock the purple and gold again? Uh, I, we're gonna have to see. You know, obviously, what happens in the off season. It doesn't sound like in New Orleans. 
um, you know, that he's a high priority, anything along those lines. I, I want to give I want to give kind of my thoughts on this, and then I'll take some phone calls on it as well. First question I have is, all right, would, would Lonzo Ball be a good fit for the Lakers? Would he be, would he be a good fit with Anthony Davis with LeBron James? Is that the right player that you want to go after? I, if you guys have listened to me for a while, I've been I've always complimented Lonzo Ball's game. I have. I mean, it's unique. This is what's unique about Lonzo Ball. What's unique is he's a point guard in the NBA that wants to pass and play defense. There aren't too many point guards where those are their attributes. Those are their strengths. That's what they want to do. Most point guards in the NBA are trying to put up as many points as possible, want the ball in their hands. I'm not saying that there aren't unselfish point guards or anything like that, but it's unique. It's unique to find a player that their strong suit are what's not popular in the NBA. I don't see too many players in the NBA, and maybe there are, uh, let me kind of, um, let me get this a little bit more detailed. I don't think most players in the NBA are saying, I'd love to pass the ball and play defense. No, that's usually what you tell somebody who's a role player. That's usually what you tell somebody who doesn't have much of a skill set. Lonzo, I think, thrives in that department. So I'm a fan of Lonzo Ball. I think he's very unique in today's NBA. This is what I'd like for Lonzo Ball. I want him to be in the right spot in the NBA, a team that embraces his skill set, a team that he can kind of grow with over the next couple of years, a team that sees him as a guy that, okay, this is the guy we've targeted, this is who we want for the next five years, and his skill set is exactly what we're looking for. I felt like with the Lakers, obviously, when he first came to the Lakers, you had these unrealistic uh, unrealistic expectations. You had a very young team to begin with. You have an organization that the only thing they care about is winning championships. So this whole Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Kyle Kut- this experiment with all these young players was, was only a matter of time if the Lakers had the opportunity. If the opportunity was there and it did present itself to go get a guy like Anthony Davis, Lakers were going gonna to make a trade and, and – um, you know, one championship later, two years later, still opportunity to go win more championships. Obviously, Lakers made the right move. But Lonzo Ball is not a player that New Orleans obviously values. They, the Brandon Ingram, the Zion Williamson, that's the foundation for the Pelicans. When I say I want a team to embrace him for his skill set, I, I kind of, you know, talk about his compliments. I talk about what he could be in the NBA. And with all that being said, I don't personally want to see Lonzo Ball back with the Lakers, my personal opinion. So when when I bring up the topic, when this has been talked about the last couple of days about Lonzo Ball, um, you know, there's, there's some rumors out there that um, he'll be a hefty paycheck as well, and whatever that is. Um, I think it was John Hollinger of The Athletic, Estimated projections for both Kyle Lowry and Lonzo Ball talked about something in the range of four years and a hundred million dollars could be what Lonzo Ball um, that that could be the market for Lonzo Ball. I, I'm not a fan of seeing Lonzo back with the Lakers. It has really nothing to do with Lonzo Ball. I just don't want to see another young player with no playoff experience on this team. That's really the bottom line. I mean, I've kind of said this all off season. 
what I'm hoping that the Lakers do this offseason. And it's not like they have a ton of flexibility. And, you know, I've mentioned this. I think Rob Palenka has some legitimate, legitimate challenges this offseason because you got players that you don't really have control over. If Dennis Schroeder decides tomorrow, and I know some Laker fans, you know, will say, well, let Dennis Schroeder walk. It doesn't help if Dennis Schroeder just leaves and it's not a sign and trade. I'm I'm a fan of I hope the Lakers find a partner where they can have a sign and trade, but you gotta have to have a lot of parties that agree to it in order to make something like that happen. With Alonzo and his situation, you know, I I I, I don't want to see a player that has not gone through the gauntlet. I don't want to see a player that I can't look at and say, well, that guy, do you remember this playoff experience that he had? Remember those seven, eight years he was on this team and they made it to the playoffs virtually every single year? And I think that's what Lonzo Ball is. Um, He obviously doesn't have a ton of experience. I just don't want to see that right now with the Lakers. Everything, in my opinion, that's how it usually goes in sports. That's how it goes in life. Timing. Timing's everything. There's certain things that it's the right time for. There's other times that you don't feel like it's the perfect fit or the right time. Let me give a good example. Last week we were talking about Kyle Kuzma. I was talking about Kuz on Lakers Talk. And I kept saying that I think actually for both parties, for Kyle Kuzma and the Los Angeles Lakers, if they could find the right trade offer and Kyle Kuzma can go be on a team where he thinks he could go maybe put up 20, 25 points a game, where he thinks he could compete for an opportunity to be an all-star, if he can be on a team where they're young and they're growing and everything else, that might be advantageous to Kyle Kuzma and it also might be advantageous for the Lakers to go get some kind of vet that's been through it um, in the NBA. That's the window that the Lakers are in. The Lakers are not in a window, in my opinion, to go have another guy like Lonzo Ball who's played in zero playoff games. And really you could say, I don't know if the right way to put this is zero, um, no meaningful game so far. I'm not saying they're not meaningful. It's just that he doesn't have the experience that I feel like the Lakers need to have with this, you know, obviously with this uh, with this window under LeBron James. I, I call it the LeBron window. Um, I don't. I don't think you need any more youngsters, and I think that's what obviously Lonzo Ball would bring to the Lakers. Now, I took a few calls on this last week. We did the show on Friday, Travis and I, and they were actually. I was surprised that there were Laker fans saying, "No, no, he's perfect for the Lakers. He's perfect for the Lake Show. You bring Lonzo Ball on the Lakers, and the way he distributes, the way he'll set up Anthony Davis, the way he'll set up LeBron James. There were there were some Laker fans. I don't want to say I was actually no, I was surprised that were proponents. Of Lonzo Ball, so I I, I want to. By the way, if you said, "Hey, would you rather see Lonzo or Dennis Schroeder?" I would pick Dennis Schroeder over Lonzo Ball, um, and that's more to do with the experience. And I'd rather run it back with a guy than start absolutely new again. Now, if you said, "Hey, Dennis Schroeder or Kyle Lowry," it's a no-brainer for me. I don't care about the age. I, I take Kyle Lowry in a heartbeat. Um, because of this LeBron window that I keep saying that that's the only thing that matters. The, the, the question comes down to you want a youngster or you want a veteran? You think in short term or you think in long term? I know in most cases it's probably not a good idea to make a case of why short term is more important than long term. You know, you don't hear that too much. I'm probably not going to my uh, probably not going to a financial advisor and saying, oh, we want, we want short term. Who cares about long term? But I do feel like Lakers are in this window where short-term is really the only thing that matters right now. Short-term to me, by the way, is two years. That's what short-term is to me, is 
I feel like you got two years left on LeBron's contract. I don't care if LeBron is promoting Space Jam and he's saying he wants to play four years, five years, six years more, whatever the case is, you'll cross that bridge when you get there. But two years are left on LeBron's contract. In those two years, how can you absolutely maximize your chances of winning another championship? I don't think it's by going and getting more youngsters. I don't personally think that. I'm going to throw this off to Laker fans. Do you want to see Lonzo Ball back with the Los Angeles Lakers? The phone number is 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. When we come back, we'll take some of your calls. By the way, you know the, you know the calls I'm hoping for too, the ones who want Lonzo Ball back. I'd, I'd like to hear what some of that reasoning is. Why do you think that would help improve the Lakers' chances of going out there and winning an NBA championship? I've said this. Um, it's a complicated offseason for Rob Palenka and the Los Angeles Lakers. What I mean by that when I say this front office has some juggling to do. I got confidence in them. They're two for two in offseasons. And I'll tell you what I mean by when I say two for two in offseasons. You won a championship in the last one. This past finals run or this past playoff run, people will say, well, Lakers, they didn't win a championship, so they didn't succeed. To be honest with you, I don't even know how we can really assess the team when Anthony Davis wasn't healthy and they didn't get a chance to have that legitimate playoff run, but obviously some decisions to be made for the front office. When we come back, we'll talk Lonzo, 877-710-ESPN. Appreciate you guys being a part of Lakers Talk. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to final Finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, if you want to be a part of this conversation, you could hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Do you want to see Lonzo Ball back with the Los Angeles Lakers? This was a conversation. It's a pretty big conversation on Friday. You know, when you're doing um, when you're doing a show that's focused on a number of different topics, you, you feel like you just start to get into it, and then you're moving on to another topic on Lakers talk. Obviously, we could just go as long as we need to. Um, Lonzo to the Lakers. Whether you agree or disagree, you can give your opinion on it. I, I'd, I'd let kind of Laker fans know my thoughts. Um, I'm one that's a huge proponent of where the Lakers sit today. I don't want to see any more youngsters. Now, you want to make a case that Lonzo, the way he plays, his style of basketball, the Lakers are better off with him than they are with a guy like Dennis Schroeder or going off and grabbing a, trying to go grab another guy, a, a vet that's been in the league for a long time. I, I do want to say this. The easiest thing the Lakers can do this offseason, easiest, is to re-sign Dennis Schroeder, right? They have that ability. The toughest thing is going to be to try to maneuver and go make moves like this to do some type of a sign-and-trade with Dennis Schroeder. The worst thing that can happen is Schroeder just decides to leave, sign somewhere else, and there is no sign-and-trade. Um, I'll give you an example. If he went to the New York Knicks, they got the cap space, so they wouldn't technically need to do a sign-and-trade. Um, but Lonzo has been one of the uh, players that obviously have been part of the conversation. All right, let me take some phone calls here real quick. Let's start off with... Jake and La Crescenta. Jake, what do you think? You want to see Lonzo back with the Lakers? You think he's uh, he's the right fit? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Last year, uh, last playoff run, the Lakers don't have anybody that can make plays. 
And Lonzo definitely is a natural playmaker. And he has the ability to play defense. And his shooting improves. So surround him with shot makers and a couple of vets. He'll do well. Thank you for the call, Lee. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Um, You know, one of the things that uh, comes to my mind when I think of a guy like Lonzo, um, what's going to happen if it's Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals? I don't know because I have no idea – um, I don't have a – I can't look back at any examples of Lonzo being in the playoffs. So that's the one thing that kind of always jumps to my mind. I don't question that the guy can't play defense. I don't question that he can play make, even though there are times where he's incredibly not aggressive, and that's kind of always a question. Almost like, almost feels like his confidence has been shot since he was with the Lakers. Now, I, I know the you know there were times in New Orleans where he looked good, his jumper actually looked better, his form looked better, um, but it's not uncommon to be in the spotlight like the Los Angeles Lakers, like the Los Angeles Dodgers, like the New York Yan- Yankees, like the Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots, be in the spotlight. You're on one of these franchises – and, you know, you don't play to the moment. He just doesn't have that experience. Um, a little bit later, I'm going to get into she- uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who 25 years ago yesterday officially became a Laker. And one of the players that was a part of that 1996, uh, Lakers were making acquisitions. They were they got Shaq in free agency. They traded for Kobe Bryant. They also drafted Derek Fisher. If you remember that, you know, back in 1996, D. Fish was one of those players where it's like the moment didn't matter. D. Fish was better when it was crunch time. D. Fish was better when the game was on the line in his own role, right? You weren't depending on Derek Fisher to go win you a game. Do you feel confident in a player? I know know there are certain players in the league that can fill a role like that as best as they can. I just don't know if Lonzo can. All right, let's take a couple more calls here. So we already got one yes. It's kind of funny. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the screen here, and you can only imagine... There's a lot of, you know, obviously Laker fans will give their opinion on a topic like this. And I'm looking at the call screen. When I tell you it's 50-50, as in half of the calls say yes, bring Lonzo, the other half say no, literally it's 50-50. All right, let me get a couple more here. Let's go to Casey in San, San Bernardino. What's going on, Casey? Thank you for calling in. What do you think? Yeah, I, I like Lonzo, man. I think defensively, with the size, with the whole lineup, if you put him in there, man, defending – the perimeter, that's tough. Size matters, man. I mean, look at the Milwaukee, the series right now. Okay, can I can I can I ask you a qu- can I ask you a question because I want you to answer part of my hesitations. If no. I if I tell you that, would you do you have concern that Lonzo has no playoff experience? That we're in this LeBron window where you pretty much got, in my opinion, you got two more shots at a championship here. That that's not saying they can't still compete for a championship after, but I don't know what's going to happen to the roster, you know, once LeBron's contract ends. So my question is, do you have concern that he doesn't have playoff experience? No, I'm not concerned at all. It's basketball. He knows how to play. And before they traded him, you know, and before LeBron got hurt that year, I think they was in like third place, right? I think they was in like third place going in before they got hurt, you know, before that Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I like Lonzo, man. I like him defensively better than anything. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in, Casey. Let me keep going here. Let's go to Joshua in Fort Worth, Texas. Joshua, I've got, I'm, I'm I'm 0 for 2 on my argument. I got two straight callers that say bring Lonzo back. What do you think? 
Honestly, well, I love the show, buddy. And the guys that are saying bring Lonzo back are the same guys that spent 85 bucks for a big baller brand T-shirt and are still wearing it out on the town. So, first of all, no, I would not rather have him. And the other two players are Kimba Walker and Ben Simmons. Out of the two, Sliwa, who would you rather have? Also, who's your pick tomorrow for uh, game six? Thank Pre- you for everything, buddy. Love the show. Thank you, man. Take Appreciate you calling Thank you, man. Um, he said Ben Simmons. Who else did he say? I didn't hear the other one. I, I don't think – by the way, I don't think Lakers will be in any of those sweepstakes. I just don't think they have anything to offer. Um, you know, the Damian Lillard portion – that's another conversation. You've heard that be a part of the chat. Hey, how, how can the Lakers go get Damian Lillard? Uh, they can't. And, you know, unless you're Stephen A. Smith, who said earlier today he'd consider giving up Anthony Davis for Dame, um, he's not going to come. And I, I think the, you know, I think the Ben Simmons piece is interesting, but it, it's not, that's not going to be, he's not going to be a Los Angeles Laker. So I don't pay too much attention to that. And I think Bucks, Bucks will wrap it up tomorrow. Um, I don't know how they don't. You got game six at freaking home. You just went on the road and won game five. You obviously won it in pretty pretty impressive fashion in the sense that you were down 16 and then you come all the way back on the road. I mean, if you don't get it done tomorrow, um, I'd, I'd be surprised if Bucks don't win it. I want to take a few more of these calls here as we uh, continue this conversation. Um, man, a lot more yeses than I thought there was going to be. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Tony in Inglewood. Tony, thank you for calling in. What's going on, Tony? Hello, hello, hello. Yes, sir. I don't know how, I don't know how it would work financially, but Lamar DeRozan and and Lonzo would be perfect. Lonzo well, at the one. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Tony. I'm with you on the Demar DeRozan, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, oh, are you kidding me? I mean, I'm I'm the one that will. I've kind of made the case here. Be top heavy. I don't care about, well, you want to spread the wealth. And you're right. How is it going to work financially? Again, it's going to come down to a sign and trade. There's got to be a lot of moving parts. You might have to trade some of these younger pieces. For me, it doesn't. I would tell you that that sounds good. If the Lakers don't have as much depth, but they're they're top heavy, I'm all right with that because LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to fill in so many different holes for the Lakers. And on top of that, you, you're going to – listen, next season, don't think for a second that the Clippers aren't going to be – an incredibly tough out. We'll see what happens with Kawhi Leonard when he comes back. We'll see when Jamal Murray comes back, but Denver's obviously another team. The Brooklyn Nets are sitting over there saying, all we got to do is just get healthy, and we're coming out of the Eastern Conference. It's not going to get any easier, so I'm with you on the being more top-heavy. Uh, Wayne in Watts. Wayne, what's going on? You're on Lakers Talk. What's going on? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Peace and love to everyone out there that's listening. Uh, I'd like to say that, uh, yes, I'd like to see Lonzo Ball back with the Lakers. I think he's a better player than uh, Stroder is. And I also think that the Lakers need to take out an insurance policy against street clothes because you know he's going to miss at least 30 games next year. You know he's going to miss some games next year. So you have to go out and get an insurance policy, whether it be Bradley Beal, uh, DeMar, Rosen, You've got to do something, Palenka. Quit getting these scrubs and these guys who should have been out of the league two years ago just to save money. Get somebody in here that want to play and can play. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you for calling call. in. Appreciate you calling in. I uh, I went through this during the 
when we were postseason yesterday and that nickname came out of street clothes, well, I can't tell you how, how heated I got. I can't tell you how much that bothered me. I can't tell you how much people questioning Anthony Davis's pain tolerance bothered me. Who the hell are we supposed to – how am I supposed to determine whether AD should be playing or not? I play through it. She AD come back in game six, try to play through it. The dude was done for the season. You know what I want this upcoming year from Anthony Davis? Very simple what I want from AD. Be healthy. Be the best big man in the NBA, which he's capable of obviously being, and shut a lot of these people up that have been running their mouth about Anthony Davis. And that this isn't just based off of one person's opinion or anything like that. I just want to see the dude succeed. He got so much heat in the playoffs. I know we're kind of um, coming off the topic with Lonzo, and I'll take a couple more calls, and then I want to get into this uh, to Shaquille O'Neal as well. Um, 25, uh, 25th year anniversary, but he got so much crap for being injured. You know, for somebody who had just helped you win an NBA championship a few months prior, and it's not to try to throw excuses. I just hated it because if AD could have gone, AD would have went. Um, let's take more of your phone calls when we come back. Plus I'm going to do this. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, 25 years ago, left the Orlando Magic and signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. I always, I always kind of wonder this with Shaquille O'Neal, with Shaq. Shaq get the proper respect in L.A. Did Shaq, did Shaq get, did he get the proper respect from Laker fans, or do a lot of Laker fans look at him as no, it was, uh, it was a Shaq Kobe thing, or Shaq went on and bad-mouthed the Lakers on his way out and didn't give the, uh, enough effort and then won a championship in Miami and kind of rubbed it in the Lakers' face. Did Shaq ever really get the the respect that he deserved with the Los Angeles Lakers? I want to have that conversation when we come back. Uh, plus, at 7.45, I got some Harris Resort SoCal uh, giveaways for uh, the resort out there that you know obviously is a sponsor of this show, and I'm going to do some Shaq trivia. So, Laker fans, know your Shaq trivia coming up at 7:45. Stay right here if you guys want to be a part of the show, and I appreciate everybody that's waiting on hold. I'll try to get to your calls when we come back. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you for being a part of the show. Go till 9 o'clock tonight. Conversation we're having about Lonzo Ball. Now, I'm going to take a couple more calls. Uh, put up a poll as well if you want to um, uh, If you want to vote on it. Very simple. Do you want to see Lonzo back with the Lakers? 75% of uh, Laker fans, at least on my Twitter account, say yes, they want to see him back. I guess I'm part of the 25%. Um, let's go to Ben in... Ben is calling in from – let's go to Ben. I don't know where he's calling in from. What's going on, Ben? Where, where are you calling in from? Uh, from Orange County. Okay. Um, ben, what what do you think? What What's kind of your take on this, on the Lonzo ball front, some of the conversation about Lonzo? Do you, do you want to see him get a second stint with the Lake Show, or, uh, or or do you think he would not be a good fit? I'm just I'm just not convinced yet. 
Um, I'm not sold on his shooting, even though it's improved, and we really need good shooting. That's what we saw. And uh, I really feel like we missed, uh, we missed some bigs. And we're missing, you know, if AD does go down, we'll need someone for him. So I say go after a guy like Miles Turner, see if we can work out a deal to get someone like him in where you get the good defense, you get the good shooting and floor spacing and uh, a little bit of a veteran. So I feel like we need to go in that direction as opposed to another guard. Appreciate you calling in, bud. I, I want to take one more call on this Lonzo front, and then I want to talk a little uh, Shaquille O'Neal 25 years ago. Let's go to Michael in L.A. Michael, thanks for calling in, bud. Michael, well, how you doing? This I'm, is my... Michael, thanks for calling in, man. What's going on? I would love to see Lonzo back. Mm. Love to see it. Lonzo got a three. He had one of the highest three-point shooting, uh, three-point uh, percentages in the league this past year. He's, I think Lonzo is about six, 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 seven. He got great defense. I would love to see him back, and he can pass. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I, Michael, thank you for calling in. I think we can all agree on one thing. The one thing we could all agree on is we like Lonzo's game. We like his skill set. We like what he brings to the table. We like that the guy wants to play defense. We like that he's a great size point guard. We like that he loves to distribute. Michael was pointing there at the end before, um, you know, before I jumped in that he's from L.A. I think we like all of that. All of that, I'm I'm in. What what stands out to me is this experience. I want this roster to take more of a blueprint that it had a year plus ago when they won that championship with Dwight and Danny Green, JaVale McGee, uh, Rajon Rondo. I want it to look more like that. And it's not against Lonzo Ball. By no means is it. I, I've, I said this kind of when I was starting. I want to see this dude succeed in uh, with a team and an organization that embraces his skill set. I just don't want to see it with the Lakers because I don't think at this stage, where he is in his career, is beneficial to this Lakers run that we obviously all know and understand is uh, is critical. Every single year it's critical that you, you, you surround yourself with players that um, help you win a championship right now. I know I could do this for another hour. I know there's still a lot of callers out there, but you know, I'm going to got two hours, like a fence. i got to kind of move here. Um, 25 years ago today, 25 years ago today, Shaquille O'Neal left the Orlando Magic and signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. Who brought him here? Jerry West. There are players that are stars, and there's one word that I've always felt has been used very, very loosely. And that's superstar. The Los Angeles Lakers have acquired a 24-year-old superstar who we feel is going to bring us to that incredible level that this franchise has enjoyed in Los Angeles. All right, that's uh, Jerry West, a press conference 25 years ago yesterday when he... uh, out negotiated everybody and said, hey, Shaq, why don't you come over here and come win you some championships with the Los Angeles Lakers? And uh, everything was history after that. Obviously, Shaquille O'Neal won three NBA championships with the Lakers, three times finals MVP. Um, you know, we know obviously how big Shaquille O'Neal was to the Lakers. So I want to spend a little bit of time on this. You know, I've said this before, uh, by the way, also that year in 1996 was the year the Lakers traded for Kobe on draft night. 
They drafted Derek Fisher. So it was it was a key, key, critical year for the Lakers. And then they'd go on and make a couple you know, minor changes here and there um, and eventually put themselves in a position after failing uh, three years in a row to go out and get Phil Jackson and then start um, what became one of the greatest eras of Lakers history, Kobe and Shaq. And I take a second here. Um, you know, I, I, I say this, and I know everybody's going to have a different response on this. My favorite era of Lakers basketball was Shaq and Kobe, period. Shaq was in his freaking prime. The dude was absolutely unstoppable. And um, and Kobe Bryant was this young, hungry, cocky, confident kid that wanted nothing more than to win. And he wanted to do it his way, but he had to do it with Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq wanted to do it his way. They both knew that they needed each other. So, yes, Shaquille O'Neal won uh, three finals MVPs, but ultimately when it was all said and done, you're not winning a chip without Kobe. And, Kobe, you're not winning those three championships without Shaquille O'Neal. It was, you know, obviously it wasn't a perfect marriage as in everything went perfect, but uh, they needed each other to be successful, and they obviously took advantage of that. So here's my question to Laker fans. Do we give Shaq enough love in L.A.? Does he does he get enough love in Los Angeles? I um I've kind of this morning Travis and I were doing our show, and it's interesting hearing some Laker fans. We were talking about Shaq, and we we're talking about you know where does Shaq rank in Lakers history? And I think we most of us agreed. Okay, well, if you're gonna have a conversation about just players, I'm not talking about you know the organization. I'm not talking about executives. I'm not talking about ownership because. If I said the most important Lakers, now you better put Dr. Jerry Buss in that conversation. Jerry West better be right in that top conversation as well. But I'm just talking about players. Travis and I this morning both agreed that, look, the top three, in whatever order that you want to put them in, are not going to get moved. It's Kareem, it's Magic, and it's Kobe. You know, if if I had to rank them me personally, I would go Kobe, Magic, and Kareem, that's how I'd rank the top three Lakers of all time. That's how I would rank them. Now, Magic's my favorite uh, Laker. I, I just loved his style of basketball, and I loved watching him. Kobe I respected by far the most because he would do anything, absolutely anything to win. 20 years with the Los Angeles Lakers, won it in two different eras with the Lakers, uh, a few here with Shaq and then a couple with Kobe. Kareem, I don't have to talk about his resume. The, the Shaq part... I think is interesting because we had some listeners call in and there were, you know, some listeners that would talk about some of the knocks about Shaquille O'Neal could have accomplished more, wasn't hungry enough. Um, Once he got traded, he had success with, he had success with other teams, you know, obviously specifically with the Miami Heat when they won that championship. And there were, there were some that I think maybe still had a bad taste in their mouth about Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know if Shaq, gets the amount of respect he should get in L.A. That makes sense. I mean, the dude was unstoppable with the Lakers, unstoppable in his prime, delivered three championships and won three finals MVPs. I, I will say this about Laker fans, and I think it's it's safe to say this. If there's one thing we know about Laker fans, all they want is results. I heard. I remember LeBron saying this. I can't remember if he said it after they won their champ. Probably after they won their championship. 
said something to the effect of, Laker fans don't care what you did in the past. They don't care what your resume was. What did you do with the Lakers and what have you done lately? And if and the reason why I bring that up, you can't really say anything about Shaq. What you could say is if he would have had more of a mentality like Kobe Bryant, they probably could have won more together. Not probably, but they should have. Isn't that crazy? To have somebody make it to the NBA Finals four out of five years with one team, to win three NBA championships in a row, and there's still a lot of conversation about Shaq and Kobe saying, man, these two should have won more together. <laughs> you know, that... That's that's kind of mind-boggling, but that's how dominant those two players were, obviously, together. And I, I think some Laker fans, you know, obviously show Shaq a lot of love, but then I think there's still some spite in there as well. So, I, I you know, for me, the, the way I put it, I think Shaq is, it's no question about it, one of my favorite Lakers of all time. I know he was only here for eight years, and that doesn't sound like that much, because it really wasn't. You know, he played, I want to say, 19 years in the NBA. So... Only eight of those were with the Lakers. Obviously, his most success here. And you have other Laker greats that he's being commonly compared to that had such a longer tenure with the Lake Show, whether it was uh, Kareem played 14 years with the Lakers. Magic never rocked another jersey. Kobe never rocked another jersey, played 20 years. Jerry West, the same thing. You know, people are going to say Elgin Baylor. I, I, I had people hit me on Twitter saying, what about Will? What about Will? I'm like, what about Will? Will was only here for, I think, five years total, won one championship with the Lakers. So um, I don't know if he'll ever – or I don't know if he gets the proper respect uh, that's my personal opinion, and if you want to share your thoughts on that, you certainly can. 877-710-ESPN. But this is what we got to do when we come back. I'm doing some Shaq trivia, Laker fans. Some Shaq trivia. 25 years ago, Shaquille O'Neal left the Orlando Magic, signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. Obviously, Jerry West brought him over. I have, um, I have a uh, night giveaway to Harris Resort SoCal. All right? Giving away some stays to Harris Resort SoCal. And we're going to do some trivia coming up. All you got to do is answer these questions I have on the great Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, if you get it right, you're winning yourself a uh, trip to Harris Resort SoCal. So uh, start dialing in here, Laker fans. Steve Paulette will get your information. I'll put you on. And uh, when we come back, we'll do some of this Lakers trivia. 877-710-ESPN. It's actually not Lakers trivia. It's Shaq trivia. So we'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. All right, uh, top NBA stories coming up at 8 o'clock. Jake Fisher from Bleacher Report coming up at 8.15. Still got a lot to get into. I haven't even talked NBA Finals, any of that stuff. Okay, conversation right now is uh, shifting. So one of our partners on Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN is Harris Resort SoCal. So obviously appreciate their partnership and we've done this giveaway one other time before. It's uh, we kind of title it here, "Fast Break to Harris." So let me kind of let me kind of give what what's uh, what's at stake here. I'm going to do some Shaquille O'Neal trivia. Um, two night stay to Harris Resort SoCal. Two night stay to Harris Resort SoCal. All you got to do is call in eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Answer the trivia question that I have on Shaquille O'Neal, who yesterday is a 25th year, uh, the anniversary, uh, 25 years ago, where Shaquille O'Neal became a Los Angeles Laker. Answer the trivia question right, and you win this two-night stay. By the way, if you do get it right, don't hang up or any of that stuff. Stay online so uh, 
so Steve can get your information. Okay, let's uh, start off with got a lot of uh, got a lot of callers here. Let's go with uh, Aaron in L.A. Aaron, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on uh, Lakers Talk. You tell me when you're ready. You ready for some trivia here, Aaron? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Here's your Shaquille O'Neal trivia. How many finals did Shaq go to, and with what teams? So should I name all the teams he went to the finals with, too? Yes. Okay, well, he definitely went to the um, finals with the Lakers and the Heat. He went to – he won three with uh, – he won four uh, with the Lakers. How many I finals? Need an answer. Need an answer oh, here. Okay. For the finals, he went to, I want to say, six finals. Okay. And the teams are Lakers, Miami – Anything else there, or are you done? There's definitely another team that he wanted to – Five, it, four, I, I want to say the Magic. Two, there you go. It's Orlando. Okay, good work, Aaron. Good yeah. work, Aaron. You got the uh, Harris Resort SoCal right there, two-night stay. Uh, stay here. Stay with us here. Steve's going to get Thanks your information. Um, yeah, I'm so bad at trivia. Yeah, well, you did pretty good right there. Okay, I, I got another one to give away. So we're not done there, Laker fans. I know Laker fans were driving around saying they, they weren't rooting for Aaron. Aaron, don't get this one right, but you're still good, Laker fans. We got another one to give away. Okay, let me go to – let's go to Kevin in Chino Hills. Kevin, um, you uh, you ready to do some uh, Shaq trivia here, Kevin? I am. Okay. So this is what's on the line. Harris Resort SoCal. Two-night stay at Harris Resort SoCal. And all you got to do is answer the Shaquille O'Neal trivia question. How many times was Shaq – in the All-Star game? 10, 9, 8, um, 7, 6, 5, eight, 4, 3. Give me I'm an answer. Go with 14. Appreciate you calling in, Kevin. Uh, that is the wrong answer. It is actually 15. Kevin, thank you for calling in. That's not an easy, that's not an easy question right there. Uh, but 15 was the total. All right, I got another one here. Let's go to let's go to Joey and San Fern, uh, Fernando. Joey, what's going on? You ready? How you doing? I'm ready. Okay, here ready. we go, Joey. Here's the Shaq trivia question. Chance at a two-night stay at Harris Resort SoCal. What year was Shaquille O'Neal drafted, and what other center was drafted number two by the Charlotte Hornets? I need the year and the second pick which was a center out of Georgetown. Go ahead, buddy. 1992. Correct. Give me the, the other, other center. center. Five. Georgetown. Four. Three. Alonzo Mourning. My man, there it is. <laughs> All right, there it is. Uh, congratulations, buddy. Joey, thank you for calling nice. in. Fantastic <laughs> job. You got a two-night stay coming to you from Harris Resort SoCal. Okay, I could do one of two things here. I can either give away my last giveaway now, or I could do it in the 8 o'clock. I think I'm going to do it right now, Steve. I think we got some momentum right here. I think I got all these Laker fans that lined up and want to do it right now. Wait, what do you want them to do? Wait another hour for another I say we give it away right now. Everybody gets a stay at Harris Resort. Okay, let me uh, let me do another one here. Let's go to, let's just hope that I have, uh, let's just hope that I have, um, enough uh, questions here. Um, Gustavo in El Sereno. Gustavo, thank you for calling in. Gustavo, what's going on? 
Hi, hey, I'm he- I'm here. I'm okay, ready. Okay, you're you're here. You're ready. Let me cross off yes. the questions that I already had. Okay, here's my question. Do I want to do that one? Okay, I got a good one here. Shaq's okay. career free throw percentage come within five percentage points, and you're winning the Harris Resort SoCal two nights day. Shaq's career free throw percentage ten nine. Eight, seven, six, five. 54. You, 54%. All right, is that your final answer? Um, yeah, that's my final answer. That's Gustavo, final answer. Gustavo, he was a yeah. 52.7% career free throw shooter. Hello there. Which puts you about a percentage point and a half away. My man, congratulations. You are going to Harris Resort SoCal. How awesome is that? Thank you, buddy. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Stay on. Stay on the line with Steve. Steve's going to grab your information, and you guys uh, all will be going to uh, Harris Resort SoCal. Uh, Were my questions not hard enough? Uh, By the way, I have some breaking news here. It's not only two-night stay plus $200 resort credit. So you'll get your two-night stay plus you'll get $200 resort credit. Harris Resort um, certainly making it happen. I appreciate all the callers listening in. And uh, obviously answering some of this Shaq trivia. I had some other ones, too. I had, uh, had about nine or ten of them. And I'm like, all right, well, if they don't get these right, then I'm screwed. Because I don't really have a plan B here. Um, but that worked out perfect. All right. Um, you know, I, I was sitting here talking about uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I was also talking about, uh, spent some time talking about um, Lonzo Ball as well. Let me take a couple more calls before we go to our top NBA stories because I know we still had a couple couple of our callers on that wanted to weigh in on this stuff. Uh, Manuel and Gardena in the house. Thank you for calling in, Manuel. Did you want to weigh in on this Lonzo stuff? Slee stack the Chaldean captain. <laughs> yes, I do. First thing, uh, it was an honor and privilege to meet you. Um, second thing, you're all class, just like on the air. So uh, kudos to appreciate that family. Thank you, man. That's upbringing right there, baby. All right. Hell no. I want no part of Lonzo in that circus of the Ball family, first off. Shaq, top five. Only reason being, I got Magic, I got Kobe, I got Kareem, I got Jerry West, and then I got Shaq. All right. But very important, Alan, and you remember this, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like bringing it up. He disrespected Dr. Jerry Buss in Hawaii, point blank. And that was also why he got his walking papers. That's the kind of thing that doesn't, you know, you can't undo. Once the toothpaste is out of the tube, it's out. So that was Shaq's biggest, you know, downfall. Then, like one guy said earlier, when he was in Miami, he was dragging the Lakers' corpse all over. All right? We should have had four in a row minimum if he would have been in shape. So I love the guy, but reality is reality. Love you, Alan. Manuel, thanks for calling in, brother. You know, I listen, I, I think there's something about the kind of the way Shaq left or telling Dr. Jerry Buss, pay me, right? Um, but remember, there was also a time with Kobe where there was uncertainty. And you thought he might go actually sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. So I listen. I don't think any any of these relationships with the players in the front office is never going to go perfect. I mean, LeBron, everything he gave to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 
Dan Gilbert wrote a letter when he went to Miami like a child, basically saying we're going to win a championship before he does. He's not loyal. I mean, I don't have to sit here and, and go through all that, but we know obviously what happened after that, and uh, they were just a lottery team, and LeBron eventually came back and won them an NBA championship. Um, a lot of front offices, maybe it doesn't end perfectly. I'm sure when Shaq left the Orlando Magic, that was in per- Orlando probably thought, hey, we're br- bringing him back. Of course we're going to get him back. That didn't happen that way. Um, let me sneak in one more call before uh, top NBA stories. Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, what's your take on this Lonzo ball? I know you wanted to get in on it. Hello? What's going on? Yeah, hey, uh, I, I just want to say uh, I was traveling the fence with Lonzo. He, like, one thing that no one has pointed out about Lonzo, he is always injured. He has He's really street clothes. He's even when he was on the Lakers, he was always hurt. So uh, I would say I like Lowry and Dinwiddie a little bit above him. But if if Lonzo did come, I would be happy. But he's like my third or fourth option, honestly. Joe, thank you for calling in, man. All right, we got our yeah. uh, top NBA stories uh, coming up next. By the way, kind of crazy, you know, the poll that I put up about 500 votes right now, so it gives you a. Gives you actually a pretty good, um, a pretty good take here of when you when I say pretty good take as in you can kind of tend to see where everybody's leaning. Almost seventy two percent of Laker fans want to see Lonzo back. Twenty eight percent sit with me and say no, thank you. Top NBA stories coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. This is Lakers Talk on seven ten ESPN.